And welcome back to another episode of Too Much Pod Tar. Today is August 22nd, and I've got some DFS for you today, DFS advice and picks. I'm your host, Alex Keeler. I'm doing it solo today. So, yeah, just going to run through some of my picks that I like, pitchers, as always, hitters, and some stacks. Um, not going to go too much of detail, and I want to do this quickly, so... Um, yeah, I'm just gonna, just gonna start, start off here, uh, go with pitch, go with some pitchers, start off with some pitchers. Uh, one pitcher I like to start off with some studs at the top, one of the, the more expensive options. I like Zach Gale, Zach Allen, uh, the Diamondbacks against the Giants today. Um, as you know, we've talked about a lot for the Giants offense is not the greatest in the world, obviously. Um, you know, they can do some damage. They definitely can do a little bit of damage, um, but they're still not that great of an offense. And, you know, Gallon's been really solid this year. He's probably been the ace of the Diamondbacks so far. So, you know, Robbie Ray has struggled, but Gallon's really stepped it up and kept them in that race for the NL. Uh, the second place NL West team, as that's going to be obviously the team that makes the playoffs. Because uh, with the eight eight teams each, uh, I mean eight teams in each league, AL and NL, it's going to be the top two in each division. So they're kind of they're close right now. Uh, right now the standings are um, that they're they're a little bit behind, farther behind, the six and a half behind the Dodgers. But they're right there, uh, half game back of the Rockies in third place. So if they can keep, if they can play a little bit better, then they maybe still can stay in that race. Obviously, you know they uh, they got the Padres who've been playing extremely hot, and they've been great. Or the Slam Diego Padres, of course, um, and the Rockies have been playing pretty good. But they've well, they started off playing well, but now they've fallen off. They're two and eight in the last ten, so um, lost five in a row. So you know, Gallon keeps it up, and Ray can make, get a little bit better. You know, he's been terrible. They, he's been really bad so far. Um, but he, if he can step it up a little bit and you know get some better pitching, you know, Bumgarner comes back and can do can do a little bit better. You know, they can get the. They could definitely stay in that race. I think. I don't know if they'll make it in the in the long run, but I think they'll be able to stay in at least a little bit. Um, be a little bit behind. Obviously, six game season, so almost anybody could be stay in it, except for like the teams like the Tigers and Orioles. Well, even the Orioles are kind of in it right now. <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, with Gallon, um, he started five games this year, and he struck out thirty six. So just eight walks in 30 innings, 23 hits against, eight earned runs, uh, five home runs, eight walks. I said eight walks. So <clears throat> he's been he's been very good. And his last start, he threw 97 pitches total, and 60 of them were strikes. And went seven innings, gave up one run, which was a home run, and struck out eight and. Only allowed one walk. 
and that was 27.4 points on DraftKings, and he's averaging 20.9 points. Um, so he's had, you know, over 20 over 20 points three times. So he's been really good. Um, so I like that matchup, especially against the Giants. Um, he's, and of course, the Giant. Yeah, the Giants came are coming off a a game yesterday. Uh, if I can look at this, see what the score was. Uh, yeah, they scored six runs yesterday. Um, so yeah, I don't think they can go back to back games scoring that many runs. They're not gonna. It's not really that's sustainable for them. So, and especially Gallon facing Gallon, who's a much better pitcher than who they faced yesterday, which was Robbie Ray. And yeah, with the Giants though, um, just a quick note on yesterday too. One of my picks was Evan Longoria, and he actually had he hit a home run, and that was a special milestone home run. His three, it was actually his three hundredth home run of his career, and he became the, I believe it was one hundred fiftieth player in history to reach that mark. So that's a pretty special. That was a special moment for him. And let me just see how we can play up. I can pull up the video again of that. High drive to left. Back is Peralta. It is out of here. Number 300 for Evan Longoria. And the Giants take a 2 nothing lead. Somebody get that ball. He got that one. Yes, he did. And you talk about the success lifetime he's had against Robbie Ray. It was a good matchup, and he was sitting on that fastball. Ray opened him up with a breaking ball. He spit on it, got the fastball, and un. Yeah, um, that was a cool moment there. And, yeah, this, I looked at the numbers, and I, I knew he was good against him in his career against Ray. So it's a good call by me, and hopefully you started him in some of your lineups and it worked out because, you know, he was great. So. Uh, another pitcher I like is Zach Davies, 8,900, so a little bit less than Gallon um, against the Astros, who, were, you know, after, before yesterday they were they were on an eight-game winning streak, but that was also against uh, that was against teams that are not as obviously not as good. They replaced the Giants, the Rockies, and the Mariners in the last three series before that, so they're facing a much better team in the Padres now. And you know they lost their the first game of the series yesterday, uh, four to three. So I think and then Davies has been really really good, He's averaging seventeen point six points a game, uh, DraftKings points. And let's see here, his last start he did give up three earned runs, but struck out six just to just two walks, and he's. Pitch count has been a little bit like on the lower side, 85 last time, 87 was his most. So he's his pitch count maybe will go up a little bit more than that this time around. Um, and he's yeah, overall, he has 24 strikeouts to just five walks in 27 and two thirds innings. So yeah, 19 hits in those innings as well. Um, 11 runs total and 10 earned 10 of them were earned. So he's been he's been pretty solid. 
Um, and he's obviously got a, uh, an offense that can explode at any time. They've been on a roll. They've been hot. So he's going to get the run support and be able to – he will definitely be able to uh, be in the running for the win, to get the win. So – and the, the Padres play uh, – they're facing Brandon Bielek, who is not that great. Uh, you know, his last start was – he was pretty good, though, in his last start against the Rockies. Six innings, one earned run. Um, so he's been all, he's been pretty solid, actually. But I don't think he's – the strikeout numbers aren't that great either. 15 strikeouts, 11 walks, so, um, 21 and a third. So, you know, I think the Padres will be able to mash against him a little bit because they – I mean, he hasn't faced that much that good of an offense yet. Um, well, I mean, he's – only started three games too so far, um, and he's in the starts. He faced Arizona, which they have an okay offense, and then San Francisco, who's doesn't really have that great of an offense. Colorado, who has a pretty good offense. Um, you know they got Arenado, so he they got Arenado and uh, Story Blackman. Other than those three, they really don't have much. And but he did shut them down just to one run after that was which was a home run, but I don't know. I think I think he's going to blow up a little bit today against the Padres' offense, who has even more power in there. But I I like that uh, potential. So I that would be another that could be potential stack I go with um, against him. I could definitely see stacking Padres, especially rolling with them, as they've been really great so far. Uh, Oh, especially of late, they've been on fire. Tatis has been on fire. Machado's been on fire. Hosmer's been getting pretty hot. He's obviously the launch angle is up this year, as we talked about before. You know, even Jake Cronenworth is, and he's a cheap option. Um, so I like some of those guys. But then another pitcher, more of a value option I like actually is Justice Sef- Sheffield uh, against the Rangers. Um, he's only six thousand five hundred on DraftKings. And he's been he's been solid this year. He's he's been a he's not he hasn't been a slouch. Um, you know he's he struggled last year uh, since ever since being traded over from the Yankees to the Mariners in the James Paxton trade. He hasn't been that great, but he's starting to find a little bit this year. He obviously was he was always such a big prospect. He was a top prospect for the Yankees, which I thought he was going to turn out great. But you know he struggled, and I think he's starting to find a little bit. So he's been pretty pretty good. Um, uh, 18 Ks, seven walks, and 19 and two thirds. His first two starts, or yeah, his first two starts, he gave up four runs in each of those. Just went three innings and four and two thirds. But after that, he's really improved. Uh, went six innings in both of those. One against the Rockies, and one, and then the last, the re- most recent against the uh, Astros. And he gave up uh, one run against the, or one one earned run. And two overall against the Astros, and he got his pitch to shutout against the Rockies. Um, seven in in a, a six shutout and seven strikeouts to no walks in that one, and then four walks and one. I mean four strikeouts and one walk against the Astros. So yeah, he's been he's been pretty good. Um, he's been getting there. You know, twenty nine point one points against the Rockies, and then 
15.3 against the Astros. And then, you know, Texas has a worse offense than both of those guys, both of those teams. And, you know, their strikeout numbers are very, ter- they're pretty bad. Ter- like, um, you know, as they're, I believe they were up there in strikeout percentage. So I, I really like that. I really, I really like the Sheffield move there. He's as a definitely a value option if you want to, you know, put him with Gallon or Davies, and then pay up for more of your hitters. So yeah, speaking of hitters too, I want to move. So it's, I'm going to move into some of those picks that I have for, as far as hitters go. Uh, some of the studs I like are uh, Freddie Freeman. He was five thousand three hundred, facing off against uh, Zach Wheeler. And he's been he's been dominant against Wheeler in the past. He's matched against him. Um, <clears throat> you know, he's fourteen for twenty nine, with two home runs, seven RBIs, and thirteen walks against Wheeler. So and Wheeler so far only has a twelve percent K rate, which is the bottom seven percent of the league. So he's been he hasn't been the greatest. Um, in his first year at the Phillies. So I think Freeman could definitely mash. <clears throat> I mean, he's seven for his last 18, just 389, five walks, four runs, four runs scored two, and two RBIs in the last five games. And he also has four home runs against right-handers in 2020. And last year he had 30 home runs and a 1,005 OPS <clears throat> against them. And he's also hit the ball very hard this year, 54.3% hard hit rate. And his WOBA is 400, uh, with an ex- with an expected WOBA of 429. So he's you know he's having a great year so far. He's averaging, um, he's only averaging 8.8 points, which is, isn't that low. But his last game was 11, and then 10.6 in the last 10. So he's been de- getting the points up there. I think a little bit more. Um, so. I really like that matchup. The matchup is definitely opening my eyes. You know, 14 hits and 29 bats against Wheeler is very, very good. So, four home runs. He has four home runs this year. Uh, 292 at average. Uh, 939 OPS. Uh, so, I like that. And he's also he's walking. He has one more walk than he does strikeouts. 18 walks to 17 strikeouts this year. So. He doesn't strike out. He, he's not really as much of a strikeout guy. Um, so I like. I really like that matchup. I I would definitely pay up for him at five thousand three hundred. Um, so he's obviously a little bit lower than some of the topper top tier guys overall. You know, so I you go down a little bit more and you get him for your first baseman. Um, Another first baseman option, which is more mid-tier, is Jose Abreu. Uh, he's been on a roll. He's been on fire. Two home runs yesterday, three home runs over his last couple games. Um, and 10 for 19 in his last four four games, which he scored 17-plus points in each of those four games. So, yeah, he's him, – well, him and the White Sox lineup has been – very much on a roll. You know, 
we've been kind of just rolling with the White Sox stack, and you can continue to do that. Uh, today they face Kyle Hendricks, which is a tougher, tougher matchup, so maybe stay a little bit more away from doing a full stack. Um, you can still definitely get some hitters in the early Abreu. Um, so that's definitely an option. Um, another guy is another guy was uh, more of a stud was Justin Turner at five thousand versus Kyle Freeland, the Rockies. Uh, and really, you can uh, pretty much stack the Rockies. I mean, you stack the Dodgers, and I mean, which as always, that's always an option, of course. But one guy I definitely like is Turner. Um, as you know. He's been hitting the ball well of late. Um, let me see here. He's 12 for his last 38 with one home run. He only has two home runs this year so far. Um, but, you know, he's still hitting hitting pretty well, 275, 771 OPS. Um, so... Yeah, he hasn't had a multi-hit game in a little while. His last game yesterday was one for he was one for four. So you know he hasn't scored that many points lately, but he's definitely. I think he can get a little bit something today. That's definitely an option at third. Yeah, Raphael Devers is an option at third as well. Five thousand three hundred, a little bit more expensive. But he's on a, been on a roll. You know, he had a home run yesterday, a home run two, two days before that. And he's, you know, he scored 20 points yesterday, 26 on uh, Wednesday, and then 17 on Tuesday. So he's been getting putting up some points uh, as far as that goes. And let's see. I also like Alec Bohm, who's another third baseman. He's a... He's definitely a value play at three thousand one hundred, uh, but he, you know, he's not off to the greatest start. Um, he's only played, I think, four. He's played no, he's played nine games, and he's only eight for twenty nine. Well, that's just not that's not terrible either. Eight for twenty nine isn't bad. Two, it's still a two seventy six average. He hasn't gotten that first home run yet. He's got three RBIs. Six walks, six Ks. Um, so, yeah, I think you'll be able to have a chance to get something today, especially that price. You can't be – that price definitely is – is it's so low that you can definitely go and roll with him. And they're facing uh, – Phillies are facing um, Robbie Erlin, who has only started – he started one game this year. Three others were out of in relief, and the the one start he only won four innings, but he did get did shut the he shut the Marlins out in those four innings. Which I mean, it's the Marlins, so can't really be too crazy about that. Five strikeouts, no walks, sixty-eight pitches, eighteen point four points. So, you know. Obviously, I said it's the Marlins, so I think the Phillies lineup is going to be able to do damage against him. That's another stack, and I said stack Marlins. I mean, I said to stack Phillies yesterday, and that didn't go so well. 
Uh, Freed was definitely the opposite of what I thought he was going to be in, and it ended up being Nola who blew up. Uh, he only went, went two and two-thirds, four runs. And so he was in the negatives as far as points go in the for DraftKings, um, so that's kind of screwed me there. But all, me and Joey's thing about the <clears throat> you know, little fun competition we had going with who – which, uh, with who was gonna do better, you know, Phillies or Phillies stack or uh, Freed, and obviously Freed did better, but we actually had it as Freed. If Freed had to score twenty-one points for Joey to win, and for me to win, Phillies had to ca- help me cash out, which they didn't. But Freed, um, he scored uh, something like nineteen points, so Joey felt two points shy of winning so it's a tie neither of us won uh we'll probably try to get a little more competition like that in the future and i mean hopefully next time it doesn't end up like a tie again or some somebody actually does reach that goal that we set like whatever it is um so in the future we're definitely going to try to do in that that's i'd love i definitely like some friendly competition so but yeah uh, i really like the philly stack today so you can go with you know, Bohm as the as uh, the val is more of a value option. Of course, you go with Harper, who some for some reason got scratched yesterday. I don't know why. Well, I know he was at the Sixers game ringing the bell, which is if he was scratched for that reason, I don't know how he was allowed to do that. But he'll probably be back in the lineup today. Six, he's the most expensive, six thousand six point one k. Real Muto is obviously another option. Uh, 5.2K, and he's had three home runs over his last 10. Um, so he's he's been pretty good. Um, two hits yesterday, two for three. So he's the one guy that did good in that lineup. He got 10 DraftKings points. Um, so he was the one who actually did something. The rest of them really didn't do much. So... Um, yeah, and then you also got Andrew McCutcheon, who's three thousand eight hundred. He's still pretty cheap, and it's because he's been struggling. He hasn't really done much this year. I'm waiting for him, waiting, waiting, waiting for him to break out, and I think he will today. Calling it as today, I'm gonna say he hits his first home run of. Oh no, he has one already. It's a second home run of this season, so that's my home run call. Andrew McCutcheon. So I'm I'm going to roll with him. I'm going to say him. he's going to hit home run today. And that's my official home run call. I think he's going to start breaking out more. And obviously he's coming back from the ACL. And he was obviously able to rest a little bit longer with the whole pandemic and all that, the time in between. But obviously it's a torn ACL, which, you know, doesn't just – you don't just get right back into it. So I think – He's going to start and start breaking out more this year, and he's that's 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 going to start today, tonight against Erlin. So I like him for that lineup. I like you know Didi Gregorius for that lineup for that stack. Um, who's been not that great? He's still hitting actually hitting three oh seven, got three home runs. So he's been pretty he's been okay. His last ten, he hasn't. His last 10, he's actually very good, 12 for 32 with three doubles, five RBIs, three walks, three Ks. 
That's a 375 average, uh, 905 OPS. So he's been on fire the last 10 games. I don't know why I said he wasn't been that great, but he has. Um, just had to look at the numbers here. So he's he's an option for the lineup. Even Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce is a is an option. Three home runs the last 10. Uh, eight for 36, which is only 222. But you know he had the three home runs, so he can do damage. And yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's most of it uh, for that stack. Maybe even Reese Hoskins, who's yet to really break out this year, is still just hitting 206. Um, so he's kind of, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, he's struggling a lot. So I think he'll, he can be another guy that break, starts to break out a little bit. Um, so I, those are the main guys I like in the stack. But yeah, some other hitters. I like if I wanted to scroll through some quick ones. Um, obviously, you can always pay up for Blackman. Uh, Nelson Cruz against Brady Singer. Uh, Trevor Story. Obviously, uh, Bellinger. Jose Ramirez against Detroit and Boyd. Um, Tatis against Bielek, which I said kind of a Padre stack. So Machado, too. And Cronenworth, uh, Hosmer. Um, so those are some of the other guys I would probably shoot for. I mean, obviously the more expensive ones. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, Paul Goldsmith's probably another option more in the, in the lower range, or a little bit lower, 5,000 against Wade Miley. Christian Vasquez against Alex Cobb. I don't have the numbers pulled up against what his matchup numbers are, but those are the guys that have kind of been doing well. Um, and it's a good matchup against you know, the Orioles. Um, so, Fran Reyes against Boyd, too. So, you can always go with the Cleveland stack, too, you know, with Reyes. Um, Reyes is probably one of the main guys you go with there. Omakate against the Giants and uh, Anderson. Uh, what's his name? Tyler Anderson. And yeah, he had a double two for four on Thursday. Uh, 16 for his last 43, which is a 372 average. Six RBIs. And he's hitting 330 this year. So if, um, st the, still for this this far uh, thus far, um, so he's probably he's a not solid option against Tyler Anderson. Um, so those are some of the guy, main guys I like for today. Um, so that's basically it. I had my home run call of Andrew McCutcheon. I'm really hoping that he does that. That would be awesome to see. Uh, it's starting to break out a little bit out of a, kind of a slump that he's been going through, but. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, hopefully you win some cash. And tomorrow's Sunday. We're back. I think me and Joe will be back with another episode for tomorrow's slate, which will be, you know, the the Sunday. So I believe it's going to be the afternoon slate, like, you know, the 1 o'clock, 105. So, I th yeah, that'll be good. That'll be up 
I'll have that up, you know, probably in the morning. Probably have that up in the morning at some point. Um, before this, obviously, before the games start. And of course, you know, just news: the Yank, the Mets Yankees series was, the whole series was officially postponed, and so not sure when they're gonna make it up. But of course, uh, because of the Mets, a couple of the Mets, uh, either staff players um, came down with COVID, so they had to cancel. They had to postpone, not cancel, but cancel and postpone are different words. Postpone is just push back. Cancel is just not gonna happen ever. So post, yeah, they postponed it. Uh, not sure what I think. I guess the Yankees are just move on to their next series, which will start on Tuesday against the Braves. It's a two-game series. Um, so it's you know it's just been it's been a crazy year. It's been a whirlwind. It's been you know, a lot of ups and downs. A lot of crazy things happening. Uh, we'll see if we end up finishing it. Uh, hopefully we do. Hopefully we get the playoffs. Once we get to the playoffs, hopefully they actually do the bubble, which they've been talking about. Because if they don't do the bubble, and you got a bunch of teams or a bunch of players testing positive, it's not going to go well. They're not going to be able to do the playoffs. Like, it's not fair if a bunch of team, a bunch of players from like one team, like to say, for example, to say, well, I'm just going to say, because the Yankees have been getting so many injuries, just to say they end up getting a lot of positive COVID tests and. That's not fair because they're not going to have fully a full team. You know, obviously, they got the players down the alternate site, training site, but uh, that's not an actual full team. That's not their full strength. That's just, that wouldn't be fair to for them. So I think at that point, you kind of it's again rough riders there. But anyway, that's it for me. Uh, I'm getting up in a half hour now, so make sure you tune in tomorrow. We'll be back, and just a reminder. You can never, ever, ever have too much pod tar or DFS. Peace out.